I'm Alexis. I'm Tanya. And this is She Seeks Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the second episode of She Seeks. We're super excited to be with you and excited for what God is going to do through this podcast. And we really hope you guys enjoyed that first episode, and we hope that it ministered to you. We hope that the Lord spoke to you through it. And um, I know he spoke to me through it. I know that I had an adventurous week with the Lord and him just showing me, confirming, reestablishing things that are in my heart and the purpose of why we're doing this whole thing. So it was a really awesome week for me. It was an awesome week, but it definitely took a lot out of us to share ourselves with you all and to be vulnerable with you in that way. We just want you guys to know what we're about and the purpose of why we're doing this. And we just want you, we want to be honest with you and open and we want to just lay out our hearts. And we also want to share the amazing things that God has done um, in our lives and and the way that he's worked in our lives and pray that it'll be an encouragement to you. Yeah. And so often, um, you know, when God is showing us things in our lives um, that, you know, he is taking us to different seasons, we're going through different things in life. Sometimes in those seasons, he has us taking risks, right? And he has us Um, taking a risk, stepping outside of our comfort zone, stepping outside of our box, whatever that may look like to you specifically. There have been seasons, I'm sure in your life, in my life, I know, but for sure your life too, Tanya, where we have had to take a risk and be obedient to the Father. And really that's what this podcast is all about. Taking a risk and being obedient to the Father. Being vulnerable and doing something that... um is different for both of us. And I think even for me, you know, um, through COVID and all that we went through, you know, God just really started speaking to me about stepping out in ways that were in my heart to do, but I was always afraid. Mm. I always allowed fear to kind of step in Mm. or um, I set my own limitations. And so for me, it's been about stepping out and doing those things that have been in my heart. Um, I don't know how to do it. I don't have the answers for it, but I'm trusting God um, to make a way when it seems like there is no way. And that is exactly what's happening with this podcast. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's so funny that, you know, one thing that my uh, pastor always talks to us about is getting out what's in your heart. And so really it's so easy for the fear to start crippling. And sometimes we can allow that fear to become a crutch, you know, but really what I've come to learn is that walking with God is always going to have you stepping out. It's always going to have you be taking a risk and requiring more of your faith in him to trust him in those seasons and to really learn to push past that fear and trust him in all things. Really, I have come to learn that that's what being a Christian is all about, practically. It's true. It's always about taking a risk. It's always about um, getting out of your comfort zone and doing things that you never thought that you would do because then that's where God shows up and says, see, I was in the midst of that. I was in the midst of that situation. I was in the midst of that job. I was in the midst of that 
family conflict. I was in the midst of it all. And as we just lean on him, he begins to kind of put the puzzle pieces together in our life. And so that's where we're at. That's what She Seeks is all about. And we're so blessed. I want to say to everybody who reached out to us, sent us an encouraging text or um, said anything uh, to us in phone conversations. We just yeah. had all these different ways that people just came and, and so blessed us with encouraging words. Mm-hmm. And we want to thank you um, for doing that. And as we continue to go, I mean, and grow and figure out how this is all going to unfold, we're just happy to be able to be here and share. And we felt like a great place to start for us this week was just kind of talking about what we were talking about, about just taking those risks and being obedient. There's something about being obedient that opens the doors um, that leaves God to be able to do more in our life. And I think one of the things that I always think about is going from glory to glory. Mm -hmm. So we use that a lot. Um, we talk about that a lot, going from glory to glory. But what does that mean if we're going from glory to glory? That means that our life is forever going to be changing, evolving. Mm. We're going to forever be growing. And some of us like to stay where it's comfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's me for sure. Yeah. I and- love staying inside my box. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then she had to meet me, who's like, let's go for it. Let's do this. Let's, let's just jump. Do, yeah, let's do something new. Let's let's try something new. And uh, it's good to have the balance of the two. Yeah. Um, in your relationships and in the things that you do. Um, God is multifaceted. He's not one way or this way. And he's created each of us individually um, with certain gifts and talents in us, certain ways that we are, that are comfortable for us, whatever it is. And the amazing thing is he puts us around other people um, that have the other part of him. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, God is all of this. Yeah. Yes. And from glory to glory means that we begin to adopt. We begin to take all that in. We don't, we don't say, oh, no, that, that's not for me. Well, it is for you. It's for all of us. And yeah. that's, that's a big topic to take on. But Yeah, definitely. So why don't, we, why don't we dive into this a little bit more? Because I think that so often, you know, we talk about taking risks and we talk about being obedient to the Father and really stepping out of our comfort zone. And, and so often it can sound very cliche to say, oh, you know, we grow in our comfort zone. But really, when it when you put your hands to the plow and it's time to take action, you know, what do you, really, what does that even mean? To take risks for God, to step out of your comfort zone, um, or to just even pursue a calling that God has on your life that might require a risk. What does that even mean? What do you think? Well, I think, for me personally, when I first came to the Lord all those years ago, um, you know, getting out of my comfort zone was becoming a full-time mom and letting go of the expectation of what I thought my life was going to look like. Mm, It's good. Expectations will kill you. Oh, my 
my gosh. And it, it's painful mm-hmm. because you really let something die. Yeah. And God taught me very early on that if I was going to follow after him, I was going to have to let some of my dreams, some of the things that I thought were going to happen in my life, I had to let go of those things mm. because I needed room to adopt his dreams, mm, his good. plans, yeah. his purpose for my life. Yeah. He is the one who better to trust than God is the one that created us. Mm-hmm. You know, he knew us, he formed us before the foundation of the earth. When you think of that, I, it always blows my mind to think that God was literally sitting there and just putting everything together, you yeah. know? I'm going to give you some brown hair. I'm going to give you brown eyes like your dad. I'm going to give you, you know, hands that look like your mom's. Whatever it is, and it, he so uh, thinks of us so special Yeah, that he does all that. But early on in my life, that's what it was. God would just show up. So I'd be driving down the road. I'd be crying about something, about dying or, you know, about dying to the dream that I had, Mm. you know, or wrestling with something. And the song, the perfect song would come on Mm -hmm. that would talk exactly about that. Mm -hmm. And it would encourage me to say, okay, God is in the midst of my life. Or I would get a phone call from somebody that would say, hey, I was praying for you today and this is what the Lord told me. And it'd be like, okay, at the right time, at the right place, God brought that person to encourage me. Yeah, and I know like, you know, for instance, like you're saying that sometimes we have these dreams, right? And, you know, we think that our life may play out a certain way. We have expectations, we have thoughts, we have plans, you know, but we know that that the word says that, for one, God is able to do immeasurably, immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. And another thing too, that always, you know, when we're thinking about dreams and expectations and stuff like that, one thing that I often think about is that, you know, man can plan, but the Lord will really establish our steps. And so sometimes I often think, you know, that I felt like maybe I was, you know, it was mine and my husband's plan to move out of New Mexico and, you know, get a job and a house elsewhere, but here I am in Albuquerque still, and we just bought a house. And I can tell you this, that I'm, I feel very content and happy with what the Lord has given me, and, but really it didn't feel like it was in our plan. So I, I just think that sometimes when we do step beyond our comfort zone and take the risk, buying a house is kind of a risk there, you know, certain things in our life, even those day-to-day risks, it's stepping out of a comfort zone And God can really do more than we would ever imagine. And really, like you said, we are trusting him in that and believing that he is going to come through and bring even better than what we had wanted or what we had thought. Well, I think that's part of our relationship with the Lord is dreaming his dreams. Mm -hmm. And when I say I let my dreams die, it was because he had better and bigger and dreams for me than I could have ever dreamt up for myself. Yeah. And so I think we always have to be really careful with how we, we communicate those things. You know, it wasn't that he didn't want me to have because God says that he doesn't want us to lack. We shouldn't lack anything as those who have surrendered our our lives to him. But I think he rearranges, rearranges the purposes in our life 
so that we can go with him yeah. for the things he has planned for us. Right. I mean, I could have never imagined um, the places that he's taken me and the things that he's allowed me to be a part of and my family, um, you know, to do things for him that I, I could have never dreamt thought up. of yes yeah. never thought of never you probably would have never imagined yourself running a children's ministry right would, did you ever picture that for your life no i was scared to death of kids mm. my plan was that i was really never going to have children really yes and part of that again goes back to the unredeemed part of myself the broken part of my soul that had been so wounded early on in my life mm. um that god began to rebirth mm. that desire in me to have mm. children yeah. because I didn't want to screw them up. Mm. I didn't want to make the mistake. I didn't want to... I was, I was scared. I remember... The fear. The oh, fear. Yeah. I was so the, scared, the fear. <laughs> it, It's really... I mean, when I found out I was pregnant... I will have to say to you, there was excitement because I was ready for my life to change. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was... The fear was also oh, there. I was extremely scared. Mm. And I had these visions of how it was supposed to look. You know, I was going to be the cool mom. I was going to be all these silly things that, well, I look back and I say it's silly because I see what God did in me and my family. Mm. Um and I say, oh, that was so much better. I, I was thinking so very so, small. Yeah, that's good. That's good because so often we might have an idea of what we want. And we might think that it sounds all good and dandy, but little do we know the plans that God has in store for us that are really just exceed, like I said, what we had would ever want or ask. Um, so I, I think that's good. You know, a lot of the times when we're coming up to a risk, when we're faced with a risk in life, what, what I'm hearing, Tanya, is that it, it, all, it also kind of comes with fear, fear of maybe being rejected, fear of people not agreeing with your calling that God has over your life or whatever it might be, fear of failing, fear of uh, Just lack whatever. of acceptance yeah. really is the biggest thing is people not accepting or seeing um, what God is, is doing. Yeah. And I've had to learn through the years, you know, to say, okay, I know what God is saying to me and yeah. regardless of what other people are saying right. or think about me or perceive about me mm -hmm. really doesn't matter as much as it matters about the way that God sees me and views me. Mm. We have to have absolutely right perspective to go higher with God. Mm -hmm. And what God is doing is always refining us mm. in the midst of every stage and every risk that we take. Mm. Like, let me just say to you, you know, I've been able to be a part of amazing things. You know, I've been able to travel um, and do things and be with people that I could have never imagined who have lived a life for God that is amazing. And yeah. I've been able to sit back and hear the stories of these amazing people. And it was all risk, but I've also failed. 
mm. a lot. Mm. I have failed time and time again, but the thing for me has been that God has always encouraged me to get up and keep going. Mm -hmm. And so even with this podcast, you know, I'll share just one of the testimonies. Um, One of the mornings I go and I I clean um, an elderly man's home and uh, we were talking, he's a believer and that's just God to do that. And we were talking, and I was talking about the podcast. I was sharing with him our vision, and I was sharing with him, you know, Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And I had just um, gotten off the phone with somebody who had kind of attacked me and kind of made me question myself. Mm. So the play in my head was, you know, what the are lies. you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Why why are you even doing this? Yeah. Like you're you're not even qualified. Like and what the, for? Yeah. Yes. So I was sharing with him and he says to me, "Well, tell me more about your podcast." So I'm telling him, "Oh, it's about she she seeks. We want to encourage women." And I said, "And our verse is Matthew 6:33." And he starts laughing. And he pulls out this little coin off his desk. Mm. And the little coin says Matthew, well, it says M-A-T-T, 633. And he says, Tanya, I found this this morning. Wow. And he says, and this is why I found it. I found it for you. Wow, that's so good. Okay, God, that's it. The lies, I'm done. I'm done listening to the nonsense. You're behind this. You're in this. And I'm going to receive. I'm going to take the risk. And even though I may fail, I'm going to get back up. And Mm. I'm going to keep on going. Mm. Even though someone is saying something about me that isn't truly who I am. Mm. Yeah. I think that so often, too, when it comes to taking risks, if we listen to too many voices... Right. If we listen to too many voices that are not God, those can also hinder us. I mean, you know, whatever might have been said about this towards you, Tanya, you know, definitely that could have become a thing for you to stop pursuing this podcast and really preaching the gospel for people to, you know, for God to change their hearts and change their lives. Really, that's the purpose of this podcast is that people would grow in their relationship with the father. And if we allow too many opinions of man and too many voices that can really hinder us from pursuing the risk and the call and, and especially us doing this here today. So I think that's cool. And, and it's such good confirmation too, you know, from God of of your client to give you this, coin. Well, and he was just so excited about it because he just believes. Mm. And he just knew that that was the Lord, that it was a God set up yeah, to give no me kidding. a word of encouragement. And who would think that it would come, you know, he's 90 years old, wow. you know, yeah. he's living alone. His wife recently died and, you know, he's needed a lot of encouragement that way. But it was so awesome to, to just get that confirmation from the Lord um, to keep pressing to keep pushing, even though in that moment I was having a moment of weakness. And I think I remember early on when I preached one of my first messages, years upon years ago, I remember saying to everybody that forever in my life would be the struggle of taking every thought captive, Mm. of not letting the mental 
part of me get the best of me to take me out to to buy into the lies and the things that um, were not really meant or the truth about who I was or mm. my identity. Yeah. And here I am 20 some odd years later still sorting through that and learning um, how deep God's love is for me and yeah. how much he really cares for me and um, not allowing those lies um, to come in and and bring doubt or stop me from doing the things that God has intended for my life. Yeah. And I know for sure, I can't recall what verse, Tanya, maybe you have it up in your Bible, but I know, you know, one thing about thoughts and, you know, us being told certain things from other people is that we have to take every thought captive and make them obedient to Christ. And so it's super important also to be making sure that, you know, not allowing the other opinions to take over and control you, but really taking thought, taking captive of those thoughts, making them obedient to Christ. Where is it? Right. Second Corinthians 10, five. And in, in, uh, the chapter 10, you know, it, it really is talking about the spiritual war that we face mm. as believers. Yeah. And so in Second uh, Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, it's casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So it's so funny because when we allow those lies to come in, because God says we are created fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. So anything that is in opposition to that is not true. Is it's not, not true. It's not pure and it's it, not wholesome. It's not part of our, our identity. Yeah. So when we start saying, I can't do this, mm. or things are never going to change. Or I'm not qualified. I'm not qualified. I'm no good. I'm a liar. I'm a cheat. Or my a, past is going to haunt heavy. me. Yeah. I can't, I can't serve God because I have this, this, this in my history. Yeah. And that's what the enemy does to keep us away from who we're truly meant to be. Right. And God's like, no, 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 no. If you abide in me, I abide in you. That's good. And so his heart is in us. If the Holy Spirit is living in us, what we have to do as believers is learn to walk that out, to be tuned into the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit is showing up in our life, yeah. so the attacks aren't ever going to stop. We live in a fallen world and there's going to be things that are constantly going to be coming against us. And there's things in our own thought life that we've adopted, that we've allowed into our thought life that are are holding us captive. Yeah. And I think to kind of also too mention here my uh, a personal story that I have is just that you know the sometimes those lies that we allow into our minds such as uh fear of failing or fear of you know maybe other people are doubting what you're trying to do. You know, a few uh, about a year or two ago, I was really struggling with in my mind of of fearing of just failing. You know, I was fearful that people were going to look at me like a failure. People looking at me like I was job hopping, people looking at me a certain way because I didn't like a certain job. 
and I feel like I was going to be perceived a certain way. And so really, I think at the end of the day, when I came to my knees, you know, continuing to seek God in that season, it was a huge risk for me to leave because of the fact that I was struggling with my within my own self of just my own thinking. And so when I came to my knees with God, I said, you know what, God, at the end of the day, what matters is what you say. What matters is where you're calling me. It doesn't matter what people may think that I'm, that I failed at the job. People may think that I um, couldn't last more than two years. Whatever they want to think, that's fine. But at the end of the day, I know that you're calling me. And if you're calling me out, you're going to be before me. You're going to be behind me. You're going to be with me. You're going to be beside me. No matter what everybody else says, you are with me. And that's all that matters. And that's all we need to keep our eyes on. Well, and, you know, taking every thought captive isn't, yeah. it can be a minute to minute, hour to hour yeah, situation definitely. in our lives. Uh-huh. Like even going through something like that, a job change or um, a situation at home, you know, having issues in our marriage or with our children, whatever it is, there's always going to be a way that the enemy or the world is going to try to entice us or lead us away from the truth. Yeah. You know, God says, if you train up a child in the way they should go, they shall not depart. Mm. So I've heard that so many times in families. Well, my son is not following after God or, you know, this is whatever. First of all, we have to let go of our perception of what it should look like. And as parents, then we also have to say, okay, God, you say this in your word. And so I'm confessing it. I'm saying that my children will follow after you. And the exchange that's going to happen, we don't often know, but we know that God is in the midst of our life and we have to trust walk by faith to believe for the things that maybe the unanswered prayers or the things that we haven't seen, that we're seeing these things happening in the natural realm, but we have to trust and see with our spiritual eyes to know that God is doing a good work in whatever the situation that it is. And I think that we all, I can't say I've perfected that. In oh, my no. life. We're definitely not going to get perfected. Yeah, and thank goodness we're for striving. The, yeah, the Holy Spirit that is in us, yeah. that prompts us, that guides us. Mm-hmm. Our helper. Yes. That the Holy helps Spirit us, is our helper. Leads us when yeah. we're driving down the road and says, turn left when we want to turn right, and we turn left, and then we end up at this place where we didn't know what what was going to happen, but something good occurs. Yeah. And I think of those situations personally for me in my life, they are increasing more and more in my life to where I am seeing God work in ways that I'm like, okay, here comes God, like showing up for me again. Like even with this podcast, you know, we kind of said to everybody, go out and encourage somebody these next, you know, until we meet again, Mm -hmm. just ask God who needs a word of encouragement or what can I say to somebody to encourage? And we received from you guys encouragement Mm. through texts, through phone calls. That's good. I didn't think of that. Yes. And I'm like, Lord, here we are saying, go out and do that. But God, you return those things to us. And I felt so blessed by that. And then also, um, 
you know, one of my little God stories. That's what I always tell everybody. I have these God stories. She has a lot of them. <laughs> God is just so good. And uh, my daughter and I went shopping, and we were trying to look for some stuff. We went to one store, went to another store, finally ended up at Home Depot. There's this little old man, sweet little old man, and he's walking with this cute little uh, Labrador, black lab, love dogs. But I'm not one to ever say that I'm going to paint to pet dogs because I just don't know how people how sometimes owner, are weird about yeah. that or yeah. feel uncomfortable or, you know, you don't want to slow them down. But that particular day, I said, oh, can I pet your dog? And he was like, oh, yes. And he even pulled over his cart and, you know, got comfortable and we're talking. And he said, you know, I got this little dog. My wife died. And he said, and, and uh, you know, she did everything for me. And I've had to learn how to do so many things. Mm. And I said, uh, I said, so God brought you a little helper. Mm. That's sweet. And, and he said, yes, he did, praise the Lord. He said, you're a Christian, aren't you? Uh-oh, yeah. here we go. Yeah, <laughs> and I said, yes, I am. And I said, and God's going to bless you. He said, oh, he has blessed me. My daughter's been helping me get my accounts in order. And, Aww. you know, we just had this little exchange right there yeah. in the home, the home Depot. Which you tend to do often. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> you always have little exchanges in stores. Little God stories that God is so good. I mean, I look forward to them yeah. anymore. No, I'm excited good. to see where God's going to lead me. And anyway, we're talking to this sweet, sweet gentleman, you know, and um, the funny thing is that he says to me, um, I just want to thank you for your words of encouragement today. And the word encouragement was so profound to me because I knew in that moment God was affirming what we were doing mm. because we had told everybody, go and encourage somebody. Yeah. And I really didn't say anything to him that was really encouraging. Right. We were just having a conversation. I was just... Getting to know him. Getting think, to know him. And yeah. he was just sharing a very personal and intimate story with me about his wife passing right and so i just thought god you were so good yeah you were so that. good that's good yes, it was a confirming word for me that you were headed in the right direction yeah and that you know you're going to be able to encourage others others are going to be able to encourage other people and so on and so forth yeah that's good well and i think to just encourage you all because of course we can't end our podcast without encouraging you. But one thing that I did want to mention again before we end the show today is 1 John 5, 3. Loving God means keeping his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. So really, at the end of the day, no matter what people might say, no matter what God is calling you to do, no matter how big it looks, our love for the Father helps us to keep his commandments. The Holy Spirit Amen. is with us to help us keep his commandments. And so, Tanya, what is our encouragement for this week? So this week, what we want to do is we want everybody to take some risks. We want yeah. you to do something that maybe has been sitting in your heart, um, maybe uh, talking to someone at Home Depot yeah. and letting God lead the conversation, whatever it is. It, it doesn't have to be some 
thing. It's just the small things that we do out of obedience to God that leads to the bigger things. Yeah. Even if it means getting past your comfort zone, if there's an idea, a thought that you've been thinking about that is just lingering, pursue it. Yeah, or maybe a phone call that needs to be made or a conversation that needs to be had that you, yeah, that's good. you've been just feeling like, oh, this is just too scary. Yeah, It's too scary. Let the Holy Spirit lead you and guide you, and we look forward to hearing the testimonies again of what God's going to do and how he's going to use you in a way because you were willing to take that risk for God. Yes. Thank you, guys. We thank you guys for tuning in to our second episode. We pray that you'll be blessed. Father God, bless every ear that is listening. And Father, give them vision for risk. And Father, help them to take those steps of obedience that lead to fruitful living through the Holy Spirit. We thank you for tuning in and we bless you all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys again next week.